What is up everybody this is your boy theo here and um this is my return of my podcast the holy outcast podcast now i did make um a voice recording the other day and it was it was for my asmr channel it was a nice it was a nice clip well it was a nice audio of um me whispering in like a good introduction but i started i started my recording late today and um I just wanna I just wanna redo it. So this is this is the redo basically. I know that audio is for my ASMR channel, but I was gonna use it use it for my um, podcast. So um now I'm here. And um for those who don't know me, um just some basic information. Uh, my full name is Theotis Gene Ashley the third. I am twenty one. I am um half African American, half Native American I live in Flint, Michigan. Uh, I love basketball. Uh, working out, I love running. I love. Um, I can dance, but I never really do dance because it's just like I don't know. I just don't. Just, I just don't. I don't have a reason to dance. But I will dance for the Lord one day, though. But just not right now. I'm trying to focus on um, just school. I'm busy with school and stuff, so I mean, I'm in school to be a nurse, and I work at. Um, Genesis Hospital in Grambling, Michigan. It's like 16 minutes away from Flint. So, yep. And I'm I'm, oh, I'm a CNA there, which is a certified nursing assistant, if you didn't know. And, um, yeah, just basic information, just in case you don't know me. On my podcast, it's going to be called, like, well, I already had my podcast last year. But for those, like I said, it's for those who don't know, you know. So, yeah. What else? Wait, so what should I... Um, Freaking um, title this video. What should I talk about? I got so many ideas. I got so many ideas. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I didn't want to be loud in your ears. <coughs> um, what should I talk about? What should I talk about? And I'm not going to pause either because it's a podcast. You know, that's where you're supposed to talk at. But I need to know what the heck of this title of the video is going to be. Um, Let me talk about... Let me talk about um, forgiveness. I got so many ideas in my head. 21 years. <laughs> 20, 21 years of stories and um, experiences I can just put all in this podcast. That's why I got a podcast. I love um, I love talking, if I'm being honest. Not like the female talkie, but like just just chilling, chilling and laying back and just like just chatting it up. Just chilling, you know, just talking like anything. But most importantly, God. That's my best interest. Oh, my. I think I'm most interested in is this God and the Bible. You know, people try to have um, <laughs> a relationship with God, but no Bible. That's no relationship at all. But yeah, let's talk about forgiveness. Um, let's pray real quick. <laughs> I'm feeling the prayer. Okay. I'm bombing to close my eyes like somebody is with me. <laughs> okay, uh, Father God, I hope that you. Um, I hope that you speak through me 
and I decrease and you increase as much as possible in this podcast, Father God, I ask that you will increase this podcast, Father God, in numbers and, and get it to people that are supposed to reach Lord Jesus. And I ask that you will allow this um this message and many messages to come from this podcast and from my um, social media influence to influence everybody and anybody that hears it, Father God, understand my voice. I pray that all, all, any and all mental, physical, spiritual infirmities will be healed now in Jesus' name. And um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I got on my chest right now. Um, bam, let's start. Um, I snapped. I'm so chatty. No, but um, but yeah, forgiveness. Um, recently, um, one of my favorite rappers um, just got shot. He died. He was at 24. His name was uh, J.D. Youngie. He was from um, something, Rayville, Louisiana. So... He was beefing with like young boy and him. Hopefully it wasn't him no. But um Young Boy is a whole nother podcast itself. But yeah, JD Young got popped, but I ain't gonna lie, I was I was devastated, bro. I could have cried, but but I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't I don't like crying. Crying is not me. I don't like the straight motion type junk. At the wrong at the at the at the wrong time. Like it's it's a time where you can show emotion. But that's a whole nother podcast itself too. That's why I'm going that's why I got a podcast. But um he got popped, and um, I feel like I'm like the reason I like JD Young is so much because I feel like I related to him off the mic as well as on the mic. You know what I'm saying? I, I check up on him every now and then. I've been saved for uh, <clears throat> I've been saved for like um, two years now. Two years now, ever since 2020, I gave my life to Christ. I had a radical encounter with God, and um, I was in this toxic relationship. And I ain't gonna lie, I was toxic too. I'm not gonna blame it all on that one person. But that one person was like, I ain't gonna say that was like the main source of the problem, but like it's kinda how it was. But then again, I was I was I was tripping a little bit too. We kinda was like it was like it was it was a young relationship, so both of us was wrong. So I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna blame the um everything on that one girl. Cause if you hear somebody the key giveaway to somebody if they if you know they um that they was a problem or not, ask them like excuse me excuse me ask them like uh, why did you and you you and so and so follow if they say everything was wrong about them and nothing was wrong about um their self they were the problem literally like <laughs> it's given <giving> narcissistic <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah I was going through a toxic relationship. Um, I had COVID. This was like what 2019. I was it was 2019 going into 2020. I was a freshman in college, and um, junk was just crazy, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I was going insane, bro. I'm like, bro, this college junk is not feeling like it's for me. I'm all disorganized, discombobulated. I was going, I was going through um, um, uh, addiction at the time. I was addicted to porn and like masturbation and junk like that. I'm being transparent, but yeah. Um, it was just uh, everything about me at that and my, around that time my life was just lost like I didn't know if I wanted to be like a thug I don't know if I wanted to be a college boy I don't know if I just wanted to be just laid back and chill I really I really didn't know I really didn't know until I freaking found out like my roots my I'm like my roots my my base my foundation is Christ I was born Christian that's crazy because we have a Christians have an advantage and um, that advantage is us being born into truth. Like, 
people born in Islam, which is like you know the Muslims and Judaism, Judaism or whatever, and um, Buddhism and um, freaking witchcraft and all this zodiac signs, um, all this bull junk people born into their parents telling them this stuff, like they're born in a lie, so they got real life demons being transferred into the into them at a young age. So I was born into truth, so I had a um, advantage over the world. Because Bible say we are more than conquerors, so we don't just win. We we never lose. We always win or learn. So um, yeah. What the heck? The point I was making. Oh yeah. Um, just a little backstory on me. Um, what the heck was going on else? Uh, I was in school. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I was at the time. And um, yeah. I mean, where I grew up at it was just like. It says enough itself. I grew up in uh, Flint, Michigan, on the north side. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's just like, it's just exactly like Detroit, but Detroit is way more richer than us, and their population is way more higher than ours. But we're literally like Detroit's, like, cousin or not, like their little cousin or something. But we still, like, grimy, though, because Detroit is, like, they grimy, but not all sides of Detroit is grimy. Like, every side of Flint is grimy, but not all sides of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Detroit population is, like, 3.5 million. And Flint is literally not even in the millions. Not even past a half million. It's 350,000 as of, like, 2022 or 2021, something like that. So, just just look at that. Like, we're not even, like, we're not even in, like, the 10% or whatever. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean... Yeah, I grew up on the north side. It's extremely. This is like the trenches, trenches. Like it's not even just like, oh yeah, the hood. Like no, <laughs> it's like be like I almost got shot before last summertime. Last summertime around this time actually, and uh, that's another story time for itself one day on this podcast too. That's literally all, like five ideas I said on this podcast already. That y'all gonna hear one day, but yeah, grew up in the trenches. Um, for the first fourteen years of my life, I was um, bullied physically, mentally. And psychologically, well, that's basically the same thing, and verbally. But, um, yeah, that was terrible. Um, all the kids would pick on me all the time, tell me, oh, because I didn't have, we didn't have money back then. And we're so fortunate now. Thank you, God. All glory to Jesus Christ. Um, they said, oh, yeah, you Mexican, this, that, and the third. They said, oh, you um, Indian, and stuff like that. And, like, we wasn't rich at all. Like, we didn't have no money. I had, like, um, what's it called? The light-up shoes, light-up sketchers and shit like that in, like, third grade or something. Not third grade, like, first grade or something like that. Like, oh, your shoes light up. And um, we just wasn't fortunate. I had, like, the fake J's. I had, like, the flights in, like, a fourth grade, bro. <laughs> I remember getting my first pair of J's. It was the sixes. No, it was the fives. I forgot which ones they was. But them boys was hard. It was, like, uh, black. They had, like, a, a gray, I mean, a... Um, uh, uh, yellow and red stripe with a little fire looking thing is at the bottom of the fives. The boys is hard. I feel good. I thought I got them boys, but I had been messing them up. My dad got mad at me. I'm like, why are you mess your shoes up? I went painting and was doing something in this abandoned house. It wasn't nothing else to do. It was literally, it was me, my sister, my brother. We used to literally play abandoned houses for fun. Like that's how that's that's how you know. Like like come on now, like. Like a regular kid don't have them experiences. Like we always used to be in the woods, always playing tag, hide and seek, hiding go get it. Um, yeah, hiding go get it is like a sexual game. 
Just bad. Don't recommend it to kids. <laughs> but yeah, we used to do all that stuff. I was exposed to um, sexual immorality at a young age too. Um, I remember. Oh, that's a story. That's a story. Time for another day. But no, I'm, I'm gonna say a couple experiences though. Like a little, a little give me a little taste. Not a taste, but you know what I mean. Not like that, but yeah. Um, it was just like dating. Dating and like your love life for a young person in um in the trenches in the ghetto, it wasn't like any other like it was like no rules, no boundaries, no supervision. It was just like go 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 outside, just wait till nighttime and do whatever you want. And um, people really didn't have to be in at a certain time. Like we literally was outside till like five a.m., six a.m. Dang near, just outside, just talking, chilling, doing stuff we shouldn't be doing. Um, thank God I never got into smoking or drinking. That's the one thing I never got into. I'm glad my dad, um, broke that generational curse. Because he, um, he used to do stuff like that back in his days. I ain't gonna suppose all his business, but he used to, like, do stuff like that. And, and, um, he stopped at a certain point in time when he was, like, when he had us, when he had my brother. My brother is, um, 20, 23. He just turned 23. I'm 21, my sister is 20, so basically back to back to back, basically, and um, yeah, we got another sister on my um, mom's side, she is, um, I don't know how old she is, she's probably like 29, she's probably like in her 30s, something like that, she's way older than us, her name Queasy, but we never, we talked before like online my brother texted her online before on Facebook a long time ago but <clears throat> um you never actually heard her voice I guess she don't rock with us I don't know why she looked just like my mom and my brother which is cool so but yeah um back to the podcast forgiveness how long have I been recording I'm mad garage but I don't tell you how long you've been recording I just tell you like like, I don't know. If you got garage band, you know what I'm talking about. I just don't, it don't actually tell you. But I'm around like 421 or something like that. I don't know what the crap means. Some acid reflux, I don't Oh, wee, excuse me. I'm gonna blow the boy out. Um, yeah. Is that enough backstory? Did I say everything? Not really. So yeah, I was supposed to sexual morality engage. Oh, and um, I was exposed. I was exposed. Exposed. I was exposed to um, <clears throat> uh, porn at a young age. Uh, I was with the wrong. Well, I'm in the wrong neighborhood, so you you can look outside and be connected to the wrong people. But my dad, he was trying his best. He didn't. He didn't. He he said he didn't know we we was in the trenches until like certain junk popped off and just you know. But he, if, if I knew, he even said it, like, if he knew where he raised us at, it was literally the worst part in America, dang near, he didn't even know. If, if he knew that, he wouldn't have um, kept us there, which makes sense. But he said, um, well, he said back then, and we all know now as a collective, the whole family know now, like, God does everything for a reason, does everything for a divine purpose. So, yeah, um... Yeah. 
Oh, I left off at um, in porn. So I was with I was like nine, eight, nine or eight, and um, I was with my two friends. I'm not gonna say no names. They're probably watching this podcast. Um, I was with them, and previously my brother was like, "Oh, these dudes is watching stuff like these nasty videos," and I'm like, "Okay, whatever." So next thing you know, it was like some weeks after that. I guess I forgot about that, and um. They was like, we finna go get on the laptop real quick. I'm like, babe, we finna go play the game because this person had like all the games. Like he was, it was his his house was that house. Well, our house was that house too, but they wasn't like Christians. Like they were just like, well, they probably was Christians, but they didn't like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like they were like real, real Christians. Like they would just said that, but their lifestyles they didn't show nothing like that. They were just living it up type drunk. They had money though, but which is cool. But you got. You got money with no God, that ain't good. But I would say, um, it is better to have little with uh, a lot of faith, and then then to have a lot with no faith or something like that. Or like it said in Proverbs or Ecclesiastes, I can't remember which verse it was, but that's what the Bible was saying. So um, yeah, um, yeah. It's like when you go get a laptop, boom, 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 man, boom, and um. I'm like, bet we finna play the game, da da da. Next you know we in the house. And they looking up these nasty pictures. I'm like, bro, like, look at them hot boobs and jump like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. It was the weirdest feeling ever, bro. And this is my first time, like, seeing some shit like that. So I'm like, I'm like, dang, I'm like, D. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if kids watching this, but I'm like, I can't even say it, but like, I'm getting, like, turned on, basically, as a, as a man, you know. And um, it was like this fiery, fiery, weird, awkward feeling in my um, in my heart, in my chest. I'm like, bro, what is this feeling? Like I was being exposed to like sex, sexual immorality, and like lust and stuff like that. Next, you know, I couldn't wait till the next time we had looked at some stuff like that. And our friends kept showing us stuff like that. And they had cell phones because I was like nine and all my friends is like 16, 17, 14. So I was always around like the big dogs and stuff like that. So they always be showing me stuff on their phones and I'll be looking at it like, dude, like, they getting off. Like, <laughs> then it's crazy, but yeah. Um, next thing you know, high school. Matter of fact, I think I should stop right here. As far as like the foundation and the basis of my story of who I am, but um, forgiveness. J D Youngin, back to him. Um, like I said, I feel connected to J D Youngin. That's why I like this music. So, um, yeah, he was also raised in his trenches too. I mean, you can obviously tell. Obviously tell. Just look him up. Like just, just tell by looking at him. Like, of course. And um, I seen this this picture, this old picture of J D Youngin. And um, he was, he looked at like, he was, he was like, according to society's beauty standards, he was like an ugly kid. He was like the ugly duckling, like he was, he dark skinned and he didn't have no hair back then. He was like, he was like a little like mosquito or something like, he was just ugly kid basically. And I know as, as his years progressed, he was, it was only 24. So I know as the years came by, you know, Daddy Young got super tall. Daddy Young is like freaking 6'4 or some junk. Six three or something like that. He got you know he got taller. He got all this money now. Jay Young had like five something like cars, a Benz, a Corvette, or some junk. All these chains. The baddest girl ever. It was this one picture I seen on Instagram of him wearing this wearing all black 
with these Alexander McQueens on. And they had like these like spiky things on them. <sighs> Not spiky things on them, these rhinestones on the back. And um his girl had an all black too, and she had some Alexander McQueens on too. They both was crispy, like they both was like looking looking nice, basically. Crispy is like, you know, saying like you look good as far as like Michigan slang. But they was they looked nice as far as like clothing wise. And um JD JD Yankin had this um fur on, it was like this fur jacket or something like that. And he literally was like an evil prince. Like when I seen a picture, like some told me it's real, like that's the evil prince, like like he been hurt and now he up. So that's like um that's not good to go from well it's it can be it can be good and it can, or it can be bad because what I did with my hurt is I turned the very thing that hurt me right now what I'm doing right now I'm saying all my experiences to to glorify God and use a, a Christian podcast I used that pain to put it into purpose and Jada Young and use his pain and put it into more pain honestly he got an album called Endless Pain Endless Pain literally so. Watch what you do when you get hurt. Just watch. Just always, always forgive people, no matter what they do, no matter what they did, when they did it, how they did it, who had, who they had involved. Always forgive them, <laughs> no matter who they is, no matter if it was your dad, mom. Or no, main thing is boyfriends, new girlfriends, wives, ex-spouses. Uh, you forgive your kids. Shoot, forgive your teacher. Forgive your manager. Forgive your um your bitter coworker. Forgive um, forgive everybody, bro. No matter what they did, because you remember what you did. You were never perfect, so why shouldn't you forgive somebody else? You messed up too, but we never like to talk about that part. When we when we uh, mess up, we don't like to go um and say you know it was my fault too, or humble ourselves and say you know I was a part of the problem too. So I'm not gonna trip on what that person did because I know what the heck I was doing, and it's just my human nature. It's our human nature to just do wrong, you know. That's why we. Supposed to crucify our flesh and you know let that old man die. Now, why don't we get baptized and we don't come up the same once we come up and rise up like Jesus did on the third day? We don't stay the same after that, and even after that, you still repent because the Bible says the righteous man fall and get up seven times. He well, the righteous man falls seven times and get right back up. So, if you made a mistake, then get right back up, you know, never stay in your sins, never be a pig, never be a pig in your sins because a the pig they get dirty. They lay in the mud, and they keep playing in the mud, and they get comfortable, and they just sit there. That's dirty. Like, don't do that. If you do something grimy to somebody, or if you, you know, whatever your situation is, watching porn, you know, gossiping, if you like to fight a lot, if you cuss a lot, anything, just, like, just chill. Like, okay, let me stop. Let me try to, let me, let me try to stop. Like, if you got an addiction, like, if you opioids, drugs, weed, alcohol, anything, bro. Like, if you willy people, anything, I always take a pause and just stop and, like, Whatever, what is my laptop doing? Oh, okay, my laptop did something. It went black, but um, I know I'm breathing a lot. That's because like my chest, I got like chest pain. So if I'm breathing, just notice why I'm like <sighs> breathing like that. I'm praying for myself one of these days again because it really did be hurting. But yeah, I always forgive because um, you're not perfect either. And to say um, to forgive, I mean to to um. To earn forgiveness is to um, forgive everybody that hurt you and then apologize to everybody that hurt you. I remember one time I was talking to that same girl that I'm th- that I'm that I was talking about just a couple minutes ago. I was talking to that one girl and um, I was super paranoid because I was insecure. So I'm thinking, oh, she's talking to some dude or some junk. 
we both had like trauma. We both was operating on a trauma, kind of like nonstop a little bit. We both was extremely hurt, but we was coming out of that. So it was getting refined. It was a good refining season. It was a perfect refining season at that because it made me to the person I am today. It made me to the man I am today. But um, what's up for they say? Oh, I was paranoid. I'm like, damn, we should talk to some dude or some drunk. She's taking a minute to text back. Just regular ham, like just simpy behavior, basically. Um, and um, like I was saying, oh, and one day I was just like, the Lord, um, the Holy Spirit revealed to me, like, bro, what? I mean, I'm speaking for him, but this is another podcast to be yourself all the time. But basically, he was like, bro, like. He was like, bro, um, just forgive everybody that hurt you in the past. Let all that hurt go. Because I was projecting like certain tendencies on her from my ex. So I was just like, um, the Holy Spirit was like, bro, just forgive everybody and let them know. He's like, he just he told me straight up, like, let them know and and let them know you forgive them if they did you wrong. So I literally hit everybody up and handpicked everybody. Looked them up on Facebook or wherever they had to, wherever I had to. I, I literally told everybody, like, I forgive you for this, and I hope you forgive me for this. Bam. All that paranoid junk, that junk went out the window. <laughs> After that, it wasn't, it wasn't as, my paranoia wasn't as near as bad as it was. To literally just boldly, straight up, and go, like, look, hit that person, hit that, hit your, I bet you to hit, hit your ex up. Don't rekindle, I can't speak. Don't rekindle the flame. To get back into some nonsense. I'm not talking about that. Literally go and say, like, look, I'm sorry for ever doing this. Da, da, da. I'm going to leave off on a good note. But I don't want to get back to your type of drunk energy. No, I mean, you don't got to say that. But just let them know, like, I'm sorry or whatever. And all the stuff that you did, I know you weren't perfect, too. And stuff like that. Um, I hope you forgive me for this. And then the third. And they're going to always accept the apology. And they might be dry at first, but they appreciate it. They know it's something else that's moving you to do it. Because people don't do that. People don't apologize out of nowhere or just to be apologized because that's nobody doing everybody prideful. Everybody wanna not care, everybody would be nonchalant, antisocial, that junk weird, that junk tatty, bro. And it don't it don't hurt nobody else but you. So you literally look stupid doing that junk. So stop um stop being like fake nonchalant. Nonchalant only means to not react. So you can you can still have your feelings hurt, you just won't react. Nonchalant being nonchalant, this whole society period. It's going to be raising up the fakes, like, nonchalant is just, like, just acting like you don't care, but you really do. Black people, well, at least my people, my demographic, the trenches, people in the hood, they're experts at acting like they don't care when they do. And people, like white people and stuff like that, they experts at making these things like they do, they, they do care when they don't at all. Because <laughs> we were the oppressed, and now they want to they act like they're the oppressed. No, you made us this way, so now deal with it. So now it's a lot of people dealing with anti. Well, I mean anti. It's a lot of people, a lot of white people dealing with um reverse racism. Now all these white kids shooting up these schools, they getting bullied, all because all their ancestors, their grandpa, great great grandpas, and stuff like that was enslaving African American people for no reason. Literally, you ever thought like why racism racism even started? Did you ever really think? Four hundred years, bro. Four hundred years. What born? What year you was born? Think about it. I was born in two thousand one. I was born in two thousand one, bro. Imagine two thousand one, all the way until twenty twenty four hundred or two thousand four hundred. It's twenty twenty two right now. Imagine that's twenty two years. You've been alive for how long? 
19, 22, whatever it is, 32 years, 26 years. Imagine going through that literally like 20 times more, 20 times longer, whatever the math is. Imagine going through that for that long, 400 years, and they wonder why we were tripping. They wonder why we got hatred towards them, but we forgive them. It all circles back to forgiveness and, and being loving them and choosing to be um, kind on purpose. I was at the basketball court the other day, like some weeks ago, and um, it's it's this like um, this thing when a person is good at basketball or they do a nice move or make a shot or something like that, and they're on your opposing team, they they try to like they try to like step on you when when to put to make themselves feel good, but when I when I make good say do a good move, I never really just say nothing. Honestly, I just say like I don't really say nothing at all. I just do a good shot, do a good move, cross somebody up and. That's it. I'm not gonna step on you. Like either you wasn't ready for the move or, or anything. Like it's just it's just stupid and arrogant. Like I come for, to play basketball and get off by playing basketball and like doing good moves and learning moves and it's just a friendly, cool day at hooping competition type junk. But people come up there to really like, okay, I'm better than this person. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better. Than you. I'm better than you. So let me just step on all y'all so I can feel good. Cause um. Circling back to forgiveness, yet youngin was trying to stump on everybody because he was projecting all that hurt, like I was doing in that relationship. <laughs> he was projecting all that hurt. Everybody hurt him in the past. I was real hurt in the past. Like I said, fourteen years of bullying, fourteen years of bullying, four hundred years of slavery. You see the correlation? Fourteen years of bullying. <laughs> it's in my head to be hurt and to be backstabbed and be betrayed. So I was constantly portraying everybody else's motives that I used to talk to, date. And stuff like that, and deal with it. And even like dudes too, they like you know people will say like, oh you sensitive, da da da. Like bro, how in the heck are you going? <laughs> it's this TikTok meme back then. Back then I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't as aggressive as I am now. But I'm like calculated aggressive. You know what I'm saying? I'm Holy Spirit aggressive. Like how Matthew talked to people, and I mean how Matthew talked to people. How Jesus talked. To, how Jesus talked to the people. And Matthew aggressive. Like not like I was not just cussing and stuff like that and yelling. I was like that before, but that was short-lived because I learned my lesson quick. Like, I can't beat up everybody. You can't beat up everybody. That's fact. Like, But, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, I'm JD Young again. Like, everybody, like, I know I know how people in the streets think, bro. I've seen it for so long, and I've been in this for so long. Now, I haven't, like, did nothing so extremely stupid, but, like I said, it's my demographic, so I know. I know exactly what... My demographic thinks when I when I see dudes or get other ghetto boys like myself, when I see them, I always try to reassure them, make sure like you safe around me. Don't ever think I'm gonna shoot you or do nothing like that. And you gonna see my car because I'm my car. I got um Jesus stickers on there like Jesus is coming soon, uh, born again and stuff like that. So when, they, when people see me drive off or they see I drive this car and they see I'm a black dude. A black hood dude, they they be thinking well, I'm mixed, but a black a black you know what I mean. When I'm see when they see my black dude, a ghetto guy from this area of town, they be like, dang, like dude, her actually actually making good decisions and he um actually trying, actually doing a dang thing. So so yeah, you always got to be the if you're a real Christian, listen to this. You always got to be the light of the world, no matter where you go. Always represent Christ and always put on a good representation of Christ because there's so many ways to just um, represent Christ. Like recently, I just bought some giblets for my Crocs. It says Jesus is God. I say Jesus on there. Um, 
you got the little Bible giblet, like just stuff like that. Like it's easy. Like my mom, just car for your stickers. I mean, stickers for your car. Um, it's just easy to just represent Christ. Like anything. Like my clan tag, my PS4 clan tag, and my name. I got Holy Outcast YouTube, and I got um, uh, Christ as my clan. Um, thinking I'm out of warfare. So it's so many ways you can be passively serving God. Cause you serve by um by spreading His word, anything like I said, stickers, anything, bro. I got um, I work at um Genesis, so I got like a um a CNA badge. It's a CNA badge, and it's like a, um I thought it's a badge holder name thing. You know what I mean? The name thing, the badge thing. I hold up your name tag. Uh, it say Jesus on there, with hearts on it, and junk. Because all the other ones is feminine, so I had to get that. And plus, to spread the gospel, so that's a passive way of serving. If you don't want to be evangelist, if you, if you don't want to, you know, make a um a YouTube channel and show your face and do stuff like that and be in the limelight and the spotlight, just get a podcast. Like it's easy, it's easy to get on here, make all kind of mistakes. Like I, I made so many mistakes in my speech, but you don't see me, so it's it's just it's easy. Like if you not if you don't want to be in the spotlight, you don't have to. Nobody said you had to. Unless God is just wanting, wanting that to be your path, and y'all both know that, but I mean, you gonna know if you, you if you got a real relationship with God, you gonna know which, what do you want you to do, and if you don't know yet, ask Him, ask Him what your purpose is, ask Him who you are, identify the context of your life, where you was born, or how you was brought up, um, what happened to you, and um, and lastly, how could you turn that into glorifying God? So. Yeah, forgiveness. Yeah, the young game. Constantly making music. Talking about, oh, I'm going to shoot this, this, down the third. Just making it worse for himself. Projecting on everybody. Thinking everybody out for him when they're not. Like the ghetto, the ghetto period and the transit period is a, um, a very small demographic because in Michigan, it's 17% black people here. 17%, bro. Imagine that. And the South is like 50%, 56% or 43% black. So the South is looking real promising right now. Because <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy, white people right now at Genesis at Grand Blank. At Grand Blank, if you don't know about Grand Blank, they're like real bougie and rich. My brother got friends over there. They got mansions. Like I was just at a, like, like it was like three, like a month ago. When my brother was like finna go to his car detail and he didn't tell me it was these certain friends. And these certain friends, they freaking rich, bro. I don't know what the heck they do. Like my brother said they work at a like a car dealership or something, a CEO or something like that. And um they most got like Range Rovers, a Maybach. <laughs> like a Maybach costs like what three hundred, four hundred K, something like that. Like imagine that, like Escalades and Ram trucks and Scats and Durangos. They just be trading cars and like they toys like, Oh yeah, let me get this one car. So, but yeah, just always forgive, man. Um, I got a assignment for you, actually. If you listen to this, whoever you are, no matter who you are, or where you came from, you white, black, Mexican, short, fat, skinny, tall, gay, bi, whatever, man. Give your life to Christ as soon as you can. And don't just say, God, I'm going to pursue you. And don't you you actually don't pursue him. Actually try to do the right thing. Actually stop 
smoking weed or whatever it is. Stop drinking. Stop talking to that person that you know is not good for you. Leave the toxic boyfriend. Leave the toxic manipulative girlfriend. Leave the toxic friends that don't actually care about you. They just tag you just to tag along to them like you a toy to them. Whoever you is, just give your life to Christ and start anywhere. Start anywhere. And how you do that is you read the Bible. Once you read the Bible, your life is going to go skyrocketed. I dare you, as of today, as far as like New York time now, right now, or Eastern, whatever you call it, Eastern time, it is 6.02 a.m. Sunday, July 31st. I dare you today, today, to pick up your Bible and read it every day for at least five minutes. That's so small. That's so short. You can literally read just like a little... A little paragraph, read a paragraph of your Bible every day for a whole year and watch what happened. And if you miss some days, don't get hard on yourself. You could just, you can either, you know, read the hardcover Bible, like I said, read your actual Bible, read the phone, read it on your phone. Just read like a verse or set your daily um, verse reminders up on your app. There's so many Bible apps. And, um, and believe everything I said. So all this is God inspired. All these scriptures I said and quoted and paraphrased. All this is God breathed. So I'm not just talking on my neck. I know what I'm, I know what I'm talking about. I've been saved for two years, but I've been a Christian my whole life, basically. So I know the Bible. I read the whole Bible, front and back, from the first page to the last, all the way, from, all the way, from, all the way to Genesis to Revelation. So I know the Bible really good. So. Um, yeah. This is, this is good. This was cool for introduction. This is, this was cool. It's a good video. It's pretty lengthy too. I don't know how long it is, but I wish they told you how long it was. I should have said it like a freaking um thing in my phone next time. I set a, a timer on my phone. Not a timer. Like it's supposed to be like thirty minutes. I'm gonna set it like uh, it's timing me. So yeah, I want you to repeat after me. Honestly, um, bow your head in real life and close your eyes. And if if and if you need some time to go to the bathroom and you're on break, if you're on break at the work or at home or you're some people, just excuse yourself for a little bit and just walk off or whatever, and just just think, just think real quick. Think about everybody that hurt you. Think about your mom. Think about your dad. Think about that boyfriend you're gonna break up with soon. <laughs> Think about the girl that you could leave soon. And you're going to tell them straight up. Look, tell them straight up. It's going to cause tension after this, too. You might not leave them. You might not leave them. But the plan is to leave them and to tell them the truth. My thing was back then, if I wanted to leave somebody and I couldn't control myself to stop messing with them, I would tell them the truth. Like brutal, brutal honesty. I would say, like, I don't want you. You're not that cute. I just want this. I just want this from you, and that's it. And I knew they would leave me, cause I couldn't leave them, because I had my I was, I was so hurt. J.D. Youngin, slavery people, people you know us Africans. We was four hundred years of nonsense. We need we have four hundred years of nonsense. Now we got four hundred more years to make that up and forgive them, give them forgive them white people, forgive them prejudiced white people that think they're better than us because of their skin color, bro. Like come on now. I'm gonna have a no. I'm gonna have a whole another podcast on like prejudiceness and racism and pre- and um slavery. So <sighs> yeah, but continue to, to continue to close your eyes and think. Continue to close your eyes and think. 
Think about that ex. Think about what they did. And why would they do it? Think about what you did that they don't know about. They didn't have an idea. They didn't know you was cheating too. They didn't know. But you want to blame everything on them. It's not all their fault. It is our human reaction to be sinful. So, repeat that to me. Lord Jesus, as of today, and you can say this in your head or out loud, preferably out loud, because the Bible says, or use your lips, so you can whisper like, God, as of today. Da, da, da. But yeah, quick, quick detail. But yeah, Lord Jesus, as of today, I want to change my life, and I want to give it to you, Lord. I forgive any and everybody for what they did to me, when they did it to me, and how they did it to me. I forgive them in the name of Jesus. Amen. And God, I ask that you put it on their heart that I'm sorry as well. And I send them a thought, Lord Jesus. There you go. You are now forgiven. Whoever you is, like I said, it's homework. Not not even homework. Not even burden. This is uh, this is this is going to change your life. Read your Bible. Read this paragraph. A little paragraph. Three minutes every day. Every day. If you got a lot of time, read as much as you want. But because you're a beginner, you got a lot of stuff to learn. So I um I pray that you will. Stay consistent. I pray that you will forgive yourself when you fall down. Remember, the righteous man or woman falls seven times a day and they get right back up. Whatever you're struggling with. Even if you're done watching this podcast or listening to this podcast and you go do that thing, forgive yourself. That's, that's another important thing. Forgive yourself. Even if you were the problem, even if you were the narcissist. If you were the manipulator, the oppressor, you don't matter. Forgive yourself. Be like, you know, I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm a human. I make mistakes. We are bound to make mistakes. We are bound to make way more mistakes than we make um, non-mistakes or um, do good things. We are way more sinful than we think we are. And in some ways, we are way, you know, more good than we think we are, but... All that judgy, judging yourself, forgiving yourself, do that, please. Don't judge yourself, because even you understand why you are the way you are. You try to figure it out, but you end up getting lost again. And you think like, okay, I'm a piece of trash. I'm not wanted. Everybody don't like me. I'm too fat. I'm built. I'm built funny. I'm my teeth crooked. My smile crooked. My eyelashes is like small or whatever. Whatever girls be worrying about. I've got enough hair. I'm not thick enough. Boobs not big enough. My arms not big enough as a guy. I'm just not, I'm just fat. I'm just too skinny. Whatever it is, bro. You were made for a certain reason that nobody else can replicate. But I'm gonna leave with that. Y'all be safe. Thank you for listening to the Holy Outcast podcast. Have a blessed day. And happy Sunday as well. Bye.